Law Enforcement Today radio show. I'm your host. My name is John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio broadcaster, I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. In the Law Enforcement Today radio show, we are joined by special guests. We'll be talking about their experiences and issues affecting law enforcement officers, their families, and the community. We'll also be discussing issues in the news from the perspective of those in law enforcement. Check out our daily articles on our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. And while you're there, download our free app. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. Search for Law Enforcement Today Radio Show. He's a Marine Corps combat veteran who became a therapist, and now he's dedicated his life to helping first responders, law enforcement officers, and military veterans, especially those struggling with post-traumatic stress-related issues. And he's coming up on the Law Enforcement Today Show. The Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725 online at helpforourheroes.com. The Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for substance abuse, addiction, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Plus, they offer complete treatment for mental health issues for those without substance abuse problems. Finally, our heroes have access to a world-class program for PTSD, anxiety, depression, and more. In addition to multiple rehabilitation and holistic treatments for all those that suffer from substance abuse problems, the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center is a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program where law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the separate and highly specialized treatment they need. Their program features first responders and veterans helping first responders and veterans. Got questions? They have the answers at the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at helpforourheroes.com. Very rare occurrence. We have a guest in the studio here at Law Enforcement Today, Sam King from one of our favorite places, Transformations Treatment Center in Delray Beach, Florida. They're Sam, thanks so much for joining us on Law Enforcement Today's show in the studio. Pleasure to have us, Transformations, in the studio. It's good. Such a great outfit doing phenomenal things. We'll talk more about that. Just keep on the back of your mind that if you know a first responder, a law enforcement officer, a military veteran that's struggling with substance abuse issues and or post-traumatic stress issues, anxiety, all those things. They've got a separate program right there that'll take care of these people. Phenomenal. It's veterans and first responders taking care of veterans and first responders. Their phone number is 888-991-9725. I'll get you more details later on. Sam, you are, I'm sure you have lots of initials behind your name. You're a therapist. I know that's a very short (laughs) way of saying it. What's your official title? Well, often when I'm asked to introduce myself, even in clinical meetings or professional settings, I, I simply say I'm a helper. Of course, I'm, I'm trained in a master's in clinical social work through FIU. I have a master's from Capella in organizational psychology. And I am an LCSW now, licensed clinical social worker, uh, as well as trained in EMDR. And we're going to talk a lot about EMDR. We're going to talk a lot about treatment for post-traumatic stress and what you do and what EMDR is all about because for a lot of people there seems to be a lot of smoke and mirrors about this people don't understand and we will get into some of the nuts and bolts of it so people can understand but first you're also a United States Marine Corps veteran correct yes 
How long did you serve in the Marine Corps? Nine years and two months. Thank you for your service. And I'm sure that during your career in the military, uh, you probably went through some things that, that probably motivated you to pursue this career you're in now. Yes, that is most absolutely correct. Can you explain some of what your military career is like? Well, of course, I, I was deployed in 03 and 04 to Iraq. Um, 03, uh, bombs over Baghdad, my unit was a part of that. Uh, before the president even declared war, uh, President Bush at the time, we were in country, in theater. Um, theater we call the area of operations right. um, in, the, in the Mediterranean. And we, we did what we needed to do as a team. Uh, seen things, heard things, witnessed things, done things. And that's all I'll say at this time. I don't blame you. And the truth is, there's a big kinship uh, between law enforcement and, and military. It's parallel. Uh, we, we have so many yeah. of our, our law enforcement people are military veterans. Definitely. And I always looked out for the military people as best I could. And the vast majority were phenomenal people. Uh, but I'm not a military veteran. I grew up in a Navy family. I was around it my whole life. But I don't imagine I can understand and relate. There's differences. There's similarities. But I accept that I don't have that common understanding of what you went through. You say, being in theater in a combat zone. Mm -hmm. I just accept that they're different. They are, but they're most, most similar also. Um, the training process is similar. Um, for, for law enforcement, you go to school uh, academy for, what, six months, correct? Yep, about six months. Um, that is way longer than most military. Um, so the extensive training there is is one aspect. Of course, we go on to do training beyond uh, combat training, beyond our initial boot camp. Uh, the Marine Corps boot camp is three months, 90 days. And so it's also believed that habit is concrete in those 90 days also. Hence the thought process behind 90 meetings in 90 days. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more likely to do something on the 91st day than you will do on the 11th day. And so as I became more familiar with the treatment process of sobriety and everything else, it, it dawned on me. But there are many similarities, even correctional officers. The, oh, high, yeah. le the high level of stress, and we serve correctional officers and, too. And I don't, know how, yeah. I don't know how those cats do it, because they're, they're locked <laughs> Eminent, in there, Eminent danger. never ends. No, no. At least, you know, with policing, I could get a break every yeah. now and then in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with the combat veterans, I would imagine it's not every single moment of no. every day. No, But those corrections officers, man, it's, it's on every, every, as soon as you walk in the door. Eminent danger right beside you, right behind you. We, we, serve, we serve correctional officers, too, at Transformations. EMTs, ER nurses, ER doctors, too. Anyone who's exposed to trauma, we, we serve. Law and the other ones I think is very underserved and not mentioned enough are dispatchers. Yes. Oh, yes. Because I didn't Never get thought every of that. call. Yes. I didn't get every, every bad call. A lot of the calls I went through were bad. But those dispatchers handled every bad call. The, the EMTs, they went to every shooting. They went to every uh, violent encounter. They went to every violent accident. They, they saw all of it. There was no escape for them either. My hat's off to them. You make a great point with dispatchers too. Because vicariously, they're seeing what they're being told. Right. And so the brain doesn't know, the mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality when it's being thought of. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes perfect sense. 
And, and I'm not the deepest thinker around. Uh, so this is going to be kind of a challenge. Uh, it's just like when we dream, we believe many times that it's real. Yeah. Same uh, process. We're, we're going to talk a, a, a lot about post-traumatic stress. And one of the things that I always say is that, that we're working towards ending the stigma that a lot of people have. And I believe personally, yeah, we could say that some of it, when it comes to law enforcement and first responders, comes from on high, from city government, county government, and administrators. But there's a, a very heavy case of self-induced stigma that we carry with ourselves. I've talked to many combat veterans that we don't blink an eye. When, when a man or woman comes back from combat and they, they've got some issues, no one goes, what's wrong with them? It's expected. Mm-hmm. Yet with law enforcement, we don't have the same mentality. And then you take a combat veteran who's done both, and they're more apt to seek help when they're in the military environment than they are in the law enforcement environment. So I think a lot of that stigma is something we apply to ourselves. Yes, indeed. Well, from the perspective, and I've never thought about it until now, law enforcement is more public. The military is more private. The nature of both sectors are different. Because now, in, in the military... Well, the Marine Corps, you don't go out in the civilian world in your uniform unless it's absolutely necessary. I know the Army on the other branches, they parole around in their uniforms, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's less public than law enforcement. In law enforcement, people know you're an officer. People see you. You, the stigma of going to treatment and running into someone you convicted oh, yeah. is, is highly likely. Yeah. In the military, it's different. Yeah. So, so that is, it makes sense that in the military, people are more apt to seek help because it's more of a closed environment, a closed system than law enforcement, which is more open. Gotcha. And that makes perfect sense. We'll talk more about that. Uh, one of the things I've gotten from a lot of law enforcement people uh, that have had issues with this PTS stuff, and, and I don't like the term disorder, so <laughs> I, I, could, I prefer post-traumatic stress injury, yes, uh, or yes. I'll call PTS, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that they will inevitably, when they retire, they'll leave the area where they served, because yes. it's constantly seeing the things that remind you of all that, and with the military combat veterans, so many of them served and had the bad stuff happen in Iraq, or Afghanistan, or Vietnam, and they come home, and they have difficulties transitioning, but they don't see the same triggers every day. They don't see the same triggers every day. The triggers then are, for military are more internal. The In most cases, the triggers for law enforcement and uh, first responders are more external. Interesting you said that. We're going to talk more about that in a few moments. We are talking with Samuel King. Uh, he is a Marine Corps veteran, also a therapist. We're going to talk about EMDR, post-traumatic stress, uh, transformation treatment center, and many things they offer. That's coming up on the Law Enforcement Today show. We'll be right back. Finally, our heroes have access to a world-class program for PTSD, anxiety, depression, and more. The Help for Our Heroes program at Transformations Treatment Center provides a comprehensive range of treatments for substance abuse, addiction, co-occurring mental health disorders, and PTSD. Plus, they offer complete treatment for mental health issues for those without substance abuse problems. In addition to multiple rehabilitation and holistic treatments for all those suffering from substance abuse problems, the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformation Treatment Center is a nationally acclaimed veterans and first responders treatment program where law enforcement, firefighters, veterans, and all first responders receive the separate and highly specialized treatment they need. Got questions? They have the answers at the Help for Our Heroes program at Transformation Treatment Center. Call 888-991-9725. 888-991-9725. 
888-991-9725. That's 888-991-9725. Online at helpforourheroes.com. This portion of the Law Enforcement Today's show is brought to you in part by Operational Police Detective Services, the top firm in Maryland for security, armed police, canine services, and armed helicopter escort. They also offer complete, thorough, and in-depth protection and security surveys. OPPS personnel are highly trained local, state, and federal off-duty police officers. Based out of Baltimore, Maryland, they can accommodate assignments throughout the East Coast. For more information, call 443-790-2511 or visit OPPSProtection.com. That's OPPSProtection.com. Back to our conversation with Samuel King, therapist, Marine Corps veteran, therapist at Transformations Treatment Center, Hope for Heroes program. I'll give you contact information. Help. Help for Help heroes. for our heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Helpforourheroes.com, I believe, is a new website they have. Yes. Yes. And also, you can get more details at transformationstreatment.center. Phone number is 888-991-9725. Before we went to break, Sam, one of the things you said that really kind of stood out to me was that for our combat veterans, a lot of what their issues they deal with are internal. Absolutely. And for law enforcement, it's external or it's, triggers. It's mostly external. And mm-hmm. that brought up something that I went through just a couple weeks ago. Very quickly, I was driving down the road and all of a sudden a vehicle made a u-turn in front of me and it was a burgundy corvette with a beige convertible roof one of the last horrific shootings i was in involved a stolen was taken in a a burglar a robbery murder of a corvette burgundy with a beige convertible roof and it was a big gunfight head-on collision it was very ugly when this thing when i saw it momentarily i had an immediate physical reaction and I only describe it as my eyeballs jiggled, well, like up and down while I was driving. <laughs> and my heart stopped for a second. And then I realized it's not the same year. It's not the same. And by the way, this isn't the same place. Is that unusual when we talk about the external triggers? No, sir. It's not. It's uh, funny because after all these years, and that happened like decades ago, and the, the reaction was immediate. See, the, the, the unconscious mind... Uh, has a continuous recording of things that go on in our lives, unconscious and conscious, correct? Even when we're sleeping, the unconscious mind is still rolling. And so uh, the record of uh, that traumatic event for you is stamped in your your mind. Right. And so uh, when that happened, in more cases than not, it was a trigger for a body reaction. Uh, some some people refer it as motoric, um, motoric memory, uh, where the body stores a part of that traumatic incident that happened. And so when the visual trigger was identified, the body responded in a similar or same way or a similar way to which it happened. It responded when the actual trauma happened with you. But I, I quickly followed up with that's not today. That's not here. Yes. And, and I was OK. I was back to my center, as I like to call it, pretty quickly. A grounding technique. Here's one of the things I'm going to say right now. Thanks to Hollywood, I think, they have this image they portray of, of anybody, military combat veterans in particular, or and they also do it with police. There's always the one guy who's popping pills, drunk all the time, hates everybody, doesn't see his kids, doesn't pay his child support, or, or they're the Rambo type. Yes. It's like they live in the woods and want to kill everybody. And that's not the an accurate portrayal of what these men and women go through that, that struggle with this. Not even remotely close. 
No. Not even close. Most times, the family members are the ones who experience it the most as it relates to spouses, as it relates to children, as it relates to colleagues or people that they work with, identifying when the military or law enforcement, uh, first responders or military vets, they freeze up in a moment and they recognize something happened. Many times, we often don't talk about it because our family members can never really, in our minds, can never really understand and that's where Transformations comes in. It relates to the program we offer, the national level of program we offer, uh, as it relates to serving those people, bringing camaraderie. Because for each of us, law enforcement, first responder, military vets, the biggest aspect that we've heard from surveys and speaking with them is missing the camaraderie. And believe it or not, com- having that camaraderie at Transformations brings them back to not only the positives associated with the military experience, but also helps to ease the burdens associated and the negative trauma that they experienced in the military. So it reminds them of positives, which is also needed for EMDR. I like that because uh, someone taught me a long time ago, it's finding my tribe. Uh, and it's hanging out with people that that understand me, and I don't have to explain myself. Exactly. Because when I explain myself, it, it never turns out right. <laughs> and I don't do well with it. One of the things, Sam, that I found is that I have a great deal of difficulty talking with people who don't understand, that haven't been there. Uh, and it doesn't mean that a lot of people, therapists, uh, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists, nurses, don't try. They try really hard. They dedicate their lives to helping people. But when they don't have a background in trauma, they don't have a background in combat, it becomes almost like a foreign concept and difficult to not only explain, but there's a big degree of unwillingness to explain because these are not comfortable things to talk about to begin with. No, no. Uh, And again, the Help for Heroes program at Transformations, uh, we have Carlos and myself, which are primary um, vehicles or primary supports for for our program, uh, Carlos, a Vietnam vet, 30 uh, year retired uh, Broward uh, sheriff, and uh, also myself, uh, Marine Corps veteran, um, combat experience. Um, so we provide that safety net. So if, if, a, if a client cannot relate more uh, directly with Carlos, he might with me. He or she might with me. If they're not able to relate directly more with me, they can relate with Carlos. But one of us is always there to, and you know, people have preferences and, and choosing and, and who they relate to. But in most cases, we we have clients who are willing because of the camaraderie and the structure that's provided by us. One of the things that I think is of most importance, and I know you and I both agree on this, is, is getting people to pick up the phone and call. If they're having problems, more than likely they're going to get they're going to have marital issues. They're going to have relationship issues. They're going to have issues at home. And they're going to have a spouse that's pushing them to, to do something. And they may not understand what's going on. They may not buy into everything that's going on. And they may have tons of questions. There's no answers. They pay the phone and call. The folks at Transformations will give them some answers, which is the first step of, of heading towards some sort of self-betterment. Uh, one of the red flags of my limited knowledge uh, growing up in the Vietnam era is that so many of our Vietnam veterans when they came back, I, I know they call this shell shock, battle fatigue, all kinds of stuff before but one of the red flags that, that started tipping off that there was a problem was a high 
incidents of domestic issues going on with our veterans, arguing, drinking too much, self-medicating, which has created more issues, and then arguing nonstop, having to have law enforcement involved, being called to the house, which domestic, none of them domestic wanted. Domestic violence, intimate partner violence. And that's one of the things I didn't want to say. Spousal abuse. But that does happen. If someone is having these problems, I mean, I don't know how to say it. Just pick up the phone and call. If you're a spouse listening and it's one of your family members or loved ones having a problem, pick up the phone and call. No judgment. There's no judgment. No you're going to get some judgment. answers. You know, it may not solve all your problems, but at least it can point you in the right direction. That number, again, is 888. That's 888-991-9725. You can go online at helpforourheroes.com, which is a brand new website. Yes. And also the main website, transformationstreatment.center. They're right down the road from us uh, in Delray Beach, Florida. Phenomenal place, doing phenomenal things. We're talking with Sam King. Sam is a Marine Corps veteran. He's a therapist. We're going to talk about EMDR. And we're going to, we're going to pull away the curtain. You know, Wizard of Oz, the, the, the man behind the curtain. We're going to pull away some of the smoke and mirrors and talk about what EMDR really is, what it does. And I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of interested in myself. Uh, Sam and I talked about it, and I'm going to do a session with Sam sometime in the future. Not saying I'm all messed up, but heck, <laughs> it, it, anything that can make my life better is something that should be explored because it's not going to make my life worse. This is Law Enforcement Today. We'll be right back. This portion of the Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Pet Rescue Life Facebook page. Everyone's welcome at the Pet Rescue Life Facebook page, where you'll find fun, informative, and enjoyable posts daily. Purebred, mixed breeds, rescues, we love them all. Be sure to like the Pet Rescue Life Facebook page. When you have a chance, be sure to go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com, and download our free mobile app. We have a version for your Android and iPhone devices. It's 100% free. Get it at lawenforcementtoday.com. This portion of the Law Enforcement Today radio show is brought to you in part by Pet Rescue Life Facebook page. Everyone's welcome at the Pet Rescue Life Facebook page, where you'll find fun, informative, and enjoyable posts daily. Purebred, mixed breeds, rescues, we love them all. Be sure to like the Pet Rescue Life Facebook page. Welcome back to the Law Enforcement Today show. Joining me in the studio, which is very rare, I mean very rare to have a guest in the studio, is Sam King, therapist, Marine Corps veteran at Transformations Treatment Center, help for our heroes. Uh, Sam, you said earlier in the show you're a therapist, and, and there's lots of things, psychologists, all kinds of terms. I don't want to mess it up, so uh, you're a helper. I like that term a lot. Helper. One of the things that you do is you are big in treating first responders and military law enforcement at their, their program, Help for Our Heroes, that are dealing with post-traumatic stress issues through uh, something that I always thought was mysterious called EMDR. What What is this whole thing, EMDR? What's it stand for? <laughs> What's it all about? Uh, EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing. It's believed that uh, the movement of the eyes helps in the resumption and continuous processing, the resumption of a paused information processing that occurred at the time of the tra traumatic event. So, say at a traumatic event, uh, the information processing stopped in the mind. 
and in the brain processes. Uh, stopped in the limbic system, which is re really the emotional aspect of the brain, and did not make its way to the to the to rational or the reasoning part of the brain, which is known as the prefrontal cortex. So now e you're losing me. No. Okay. <laughs> so 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 EMDR takes the traumatic experience and resumes the positive processing of the information so that you can store the experience of the trauma in a positive way so there, it doesn't involve there it is electroshock therapy no it doesn't involve needles no and and i uh, see i always had visions of the i know you've seen this movie <laughs> one flew of the cuckoo's nest and I, what they did with the electroshock therapy i'm thinking dude i don't care how messed up i get no one's ever doing that to me and when i think of emdr that's part of what goes through my mind that's what they're gonna do no it's nothing like that. No, sir. And you mentioned eye movement. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is when I told about that Corvette, my first reaction was my eyeballs jiggled up and down. And I noticed that happened when it was really bad life and death situations would happen quickly. And it was like the beginning of the whole adrenaline thing going on. It is. Most of the information we receive uh, as human beings we receive through either sight or hearing. Then comes smell, then taste. Well, sight, hear, and touch smell then taste really so the eyes are which is, is like the windows to the world yeah and so most of the traumatic experiences uh, we 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 experience is mostly most full sense that's used and utilized is sight mm -hmm. it makes sense now that emdr uses eye movement and uses also a negative image that is the most or worst part of the memory and that is the image that the client is suggested to engage in as some therapists use the little vibrating tappers, some therapists use an oral beats, and some therapists use a light bar. For, for clients who have suffered tra trauma to the eye, brain injuries, TBIs, um, glaucoma uh, clients, clients with cataract, it's hard for them to move the eyes. And of course, so the tappers come into play, or the oral beats come into mm -hmm. play, which are which are very good um, for children too. As my my trainer for EMDR does, she uses the tappers. You can put them anywhere underneath the underneath the the knees and the hands, any part of the body, the left and right system. So the tappers are believed to stimulate. We call them a dual dual action stimulation or dual attention stimulation. It's believed to restart the information processing uh, through the brain. Because, uh, again, if you move the left and right eyes, many times when we're nervous or anxious or not able to fall asleep, we recognize that our eyes are moving mm -hmm. constantly uh, with, our, with our thought processes, right? It's almost like skipping through pages of different, uh, different images and, and following them or thinking of a thought. And so the eye movement is believed to stimulate that information processing again, surrounding that negative image that's the worst part of the memory. So, uh, in paraphrasing, does this process allow you to go beyond the traumatic incident to more rational, more logical thinking all the way through? Absolutely. Instead of being kind of like stuck. Absolutely. Because it's, you know, I never really talk about, about my story much because the show has always been about other guests, but one thing that I noticed from my own story is that there was a long period of time where I got so wrapped up in this shouldn't be the case with me. I shouldn't have to deal with this. My, my ex, now ex-wife shouldn't have to deal with this. 
uh, I didn't cause it. Therefore, in my mind, I wasn't responsible for fixing it. I wanted the symptoms to go away. Uh, instead of finding out that I had to learn how to, A, accept I had them, and then find a way to progress beyond them. Progressing and manage beyond this them. Thing. That's where EMDR comes in. Progressing beyond the traumatic incident. Uh, EMDR is not meant to replace or erase the memory. For clients, the image changes, the situation changes, the place changes. Some clients process to a, an image of seeing themselves on the beach with their father, a childhood memory, a future memory, a past memory, a present memory, whatever it is. However, the processing of the, the stuck place where you were in that traumatic memory has been moved past. Mm-hmm has been moved past. And that's the whole aspect. And there's no needles. There's no needles. There's no shocking. There's no no electricity. No. A a lot of people are are talking a great deal about a new procedure that I I don't know much about. Uh, I think it's being experimented with VA. Whether it comes to law enforcement first responder world, I doubt because there seems to be forever, but involving the stellate ganglion where they inject something and uh, some more anesthetic at the base of your neck. Uh, it's supposed to give it relief from the fight or flight reaction. And I've had people say, where can I, already, like, where, where do I sign up for that? Well, EMDR is, is, is less intrusive. But they don't, in, they don't well, pursue EMDR. Less intrusive. Less intrusive. <laughs> give me that first. Yeah, yeah. Look, if I go to yeah. a doctor and I've got a shoulder problem, which I had and had surgery on, and they say, uh, we're going to do surgery the first thing, you need to run away. You need to find someone else. Let's take a less aggressive. Let's try shots. Let's try therapy. Let's try this. If it doesn't respond, then we'll resort to surgery. But if people want to go right to surgery right away, I'm like, ah, be very wary, very afraid. For for them, it's easier in their minds. But the important point to point out about EMDR is very or few words are needed. Few words as possible as needed. With my clients, I suggest to them when they describe the memory. In seven words or less, in seven words or less, describe the memory. Almost giving me a summary instead of, because many clients are used to or accustomed to this long-winded explanation of what went on. Like and testifying how, in court. Exactly. Yeah. It's it was not, a cold winter night. It was rainy. Yeah. Not needed. No. And so that's where it's beautiful for mil- military veterans, combat vets, law enforcement firefighters i've worked with firefighters before he 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 passed a, a little girl underneath a table and he only saw her when he was coming back through the window and she was now dead and that for him was most traumatic because he felt responsible for passing her going in and only finding her when he came out he didn't have to go into detail about that, but after our EMDR uh, treatment sessions, he was able to relate the story and his body, his motoric body responses attached to that traumatic memory was no longer having power over his ability to not only talk about it, but to learn from it. We're gonna talk more about this. EMDR, treatment for first responders, for law enforcement, for our military veterans, and a special program, Help for Our Heroes, uh, .com at Transformations Treatment Center. This is the Law Enforcement Today Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back for a conversation with Sam King. You don't want to miss it. Do you have knee or back pain? 
If you have Medicare or private insurance, we have great news. You may qualify right now to get a pain-relieving knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. I've used them. They work. Call the Pain Relief Hotline right now for free information. 800-430-9605 800-430-9605 That's 800-430-9605 If you've missed past episodes of the Law Enforcement Today show, never fear. You can listen to them online. Just go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com or download our free app, also available on our website. That's lawenforcementtoday.com dot com return our conversation in the studio got a special guest sam king therapist marine corps veteran uh he's one of the therapists at the help hope for our heroes help help, help for, for our, our heroes. heroes i don't know why i have such a hard time remembering it's all right because help hope, for our heroes hope is good but at uh, transformation <laughs> treatment center in delray beach florida by the way just so you know they have a unique nationally acclaimed program for first responders for law enforcement for military veterans that's a separate program that deals with post-traumatic stress issues, anxiety, all the associated things that go with that, substance abuse for those who have problems with that. They deal with it. And one of the things that sets them apart is it's combat veterans and first responders that actually have experience in the field and know what these men and women are talking about. And one of the things you hit on before, I think is very, very crucial, is a sense of camaraderie. That When I retired, when I got hurt and retired at 12 years, I was gone. And I think a big part of how I coped at the time was being with the men and women I worked with all the time. They were a big part of your support group. We went to barbecues, we went to weddings, we went to funerals, we went bowling, we had softball, everything together. And we handled all the worst stuff together. And then all of a sudden you're by yourself and your mind starts going. And, and I have big concerns for our retirees and military veterans, they're, they're separated they're out of the military. Isolating. They're isolating. They're withdrawing and they're they're abusing substances and they're just doing their best to to not react or be reactive. And that's no way to live. Support is a big part of not only recovery for, from substance dependence, but recovery from mental illness, mental challenges that we experience. The same processes that are involved with recovery for substance dependence are involved, an in- integral part is involving support systems, which is big for PTSD, for, for trauma, for military sexual trauma, for combat, anything that you're going through, support is the biggest component of that. There are so many people out there that are walking around. Of course, the show's Law Enforcement Today, so we focus on first responders and law enforcement. As I said earlier, no one no one bats an eye when a combat veteran develops issues, but we tend to forget a lot about the regular general citizens, sexual assault survivors. Uh, ones who've gone through violent, violent crimes and survived those and develop issues later on and sometimes I think they can be overlooked and forgotten. Yes. Uh, so these same principles we're talking about EMDR can apply to everybody. Everyone. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter where you come from. Not intrusive, does not require needle, does not require electrotherapy, um, does not require you to put anything in, in any part of your brain except um, using a dual action stimulation to uh, stimulate the brain and the mind to continue the information process that was paused at the time when the trauma occurred. So typically when you have someone come in to Transformation Treatment Center, 
uh, let's just say it's a, it's a law enforcement officer, corrections, first responder, military. They're there for typically 30 days. Correct. How many sessions do you get with the EMDR during the time period? The hope is at least, at least three, at the max four. And even one session in EMDR is excellent. That is, <laughs> that is the beauty of it. Even one session, identifying a safe place, identifying a resource, a person or a thing, a positive person or a thing that can help you, and a container that we, we use through the dual action stimulation, stimulating the brain and the mind, or most of the brain, to identify and use also a container that you can store all your negative thoughts and emotions in. Even that one session of installation for those three things is priceless. So why not give it a try? I'm talking myself into this. There, You're there, talking me into there's this. There's nothing to lose. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> going to get together with Sam, and I'm going to schedule an appointment, and we're going to do this. And, and I'll let you know what I've done. And you know, most people would never know. They, unless I tell them. And not everyone gets the right to know my story, because quite frankly, they haven't earned the right. And they don't always understand. And I'm reluctant to talk about things with people who don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm also reluctant to talk about a lot of things that I'm, I'm just uncomfortable talking about. But the, the people who need to know, know. And uh, there's and, no talk needed right. in the MDR. But the funny thing is, that, like you hit on other points early in the conversation, sight as being a, a big in, uh, way we receive things and triggers and things that cause problems, but also that can create some sort of sense of so- soothing. Sound is other one. One of the things I find very difficult is being in large groups that are very noisy with lots of movement around, especially if it's a lot of hard surfaces and things echo a lot. Uh, I was out to dinner with my wife quite a, about a year ago, uh, and it was raining really bad outside, so we went indoors and it was a, a small restaurant and it was packed and people were, and she could see the change overcome me physically and she went, "Are you okay? You having problems?" I'm like, "No, I got to leave." She knew immediately, but then again, she's known me a long time. So when things come up, I know the things I need to do. And there's simple things I do too to try to manage my overall mental health. Not, and I don't people think, hey, man, he's jacked up. That's not the, we're all jacked up to some degree we, or another. We all are. We I don't know are. anybody as a career in law enforcement. It doesn't in, get a little jacked in up. Some, well, even even civilians, Absolutely. even regular civilians, they they experience vicarious trauma. Yeah. Seeing a traumatic experience or hearing about it, our minds automatically go to visualizing. So it's, again, uh, can the mind separate reality from imagination? We don't know. It's just like the adaptive information processing model as it relates to um, the dual action stimulation of the mind. It is believed through studies that the information processes continues, but we really don't know the full mechanisms of the internal mechanisms that is involved in the mind. We right. don't know and we never will. And I, I, the one thing I do know for certain, there's two things I know. One is I cannot think my way out of the problem with the brain. So if I'm having an injury of the brain, which I like to refer to it as, I can't will my way out of it. There's things I have to do. The second one is the less thinking I do. Injury of the brain or of the mind? Because injury of the brain is a TBI, traumatic brain injury. I don't think, I know I don't have that. So (laughs) So then it's an injury of the mind influenced by experience. So that is something I can't will my way through. It happened. Uh, It happened, I learned how to accept it, that it happened. So how do I have a good life today? Processing through that with EMDR. So when a client comes in, of course, they have two therapists, really. They have a traditional 
therapist, and they have one of myself or Carlos as 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 a therapist that works with them also for each first responder in law enforcement uh, and military vets and and everything else that we treat as as trauma in our Help for Heroes program. When they come in, the assessments are done, treatment planning, trauma treatment planned, uh, grief and loss treatment plan. Because even for grief and loss, it still counts as a traumatic incident for people. Trauma is subjective, which is a part of EMDR, subjective units of distress. We call them SUDs, in which, in which the client relates or rates the negative beliefs that they have or the negative experience that they have. So each each client is different as it relates to a red ant could have bit me as a child and that stood out in my mind as the first my first experience of pain. And so when I get shot in the military, that experience of being shot is added on uh-huh. top of my experience of getting bit by a red ant because my first experience of, of pain, which we call the touchstone or the earliest memory you can think of as it relates to EMDR in the information taking process, we believe that traumas are built on each other. So, for example, uh, a traumatic experience at age two, a traumatic experience at age four, a traumatic experience at age 10 is all compounded. And so many times... The use, the use of EMDR helps to not only shake the foundation, and if the foundation is shaken, the entire house of trauma is shaken. And that's one thing. We, we don't want to have people hit that point where what little foundation they have left is, is gone. And what happens for far too many uh, military and law enforcement is they look for a permanent solution to a temporary problem, not thinking that it that can get better. Again, the one thing I really want people to do to take from this conversation is if you have questions, if you have concerns, if you've got possible issues, pick up the phone and call. Uh, you're going to get someone that will answer your questions the best of their ability, and, and none of what you talk about is going to hurt. None no. of what you talk about no. is going to make your life worse. No. The worst it can do is make things better. I yes. know we got to have you back on the show in the future. <laughs> we, we, there are many things we didn't touch on, too, but the, the, the knowledge was great. Um, yes, seek help, seek support. Thanks, Sam King. Very much appreciated. In every community across the United States, towns, cities, states, we have law enforcement officers. We have first responders. We have incredible stories of heroism from our first responders. If you want to tell your story, feel free to contact us. We'd love to have you as a guest on the Law Enforcement Today show. Go to our website, lawenforcementtoday.com. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us here at Law Enforcement Today. On behalf of everyone associated with the show and the website, this is John J. Wiley. Until next time, see ya.